Hello and welcome back to Joe's Art History Bite Size, small manageable podcast episodes which sees me, Joe McLaughlin, your host and resident art historian, deep dive into a specific artwork or artist in 10 minutes or less. This week we're taking a deep dive into Prop, a sensational work by British artist Jenny Savile. Let's get started. Born in 1970, Jenny Savile studied at Glasgow School of Art from 1988 to 1992, and she's better known as a member of the Young British Artists, also known in the abbreviation terms of YBAs. This group includes the likes of Damien Hurst, Tracy Emin, you know this group, I've mentioned them a couple of times on here before. Throughout her artistic career, Savile explores the fragility, rejuvenation and decay of flesh and Her works are characterised by these large-scale canvases where the artist applies very thick layers of oil paint that are applied in very expressive motions and strokes. They're scraped through them, smears. And artistically, this the term, this is known as impasto. So impasto is when you apply paint incredibly thickly. And this is a key signifier of Jenny Savile's works. She works largely portraying portraits and nudes and they're almost grotesque in nature. There's something that very much she sort of flips on their head about portraiture and it was this that really helped her burst onto the art scene in the early 1990s. Now one of her most influential and remarkable paintings by the artist was a painting that she painted very early on in her artistic career and that is called Propped. And it's something that over the last 30 years has really helped propel Savile to international acclaim. Now, as mentioned, she went to Glasgow School of Art and when she graduated in 1992, Propped was actually used as the cover of the Times Saturday Review. And lo and behold, Charles Sarchi, who's an infamous art collector and essentially bankrolled and funded the YBAs and really helped put British art on the map. It was seeing this work in the Times Saturday Review that led Charles Satchi to buy not only Propped, but several of Jenny Savile's works. Now, throughout her work, Savile herself is interested in rewriting the traditions of the female nude and, as I've said previously, subverts and distorts what is essentially portraiture, but very much attacks the male viewer and the male and society's understanding and want of how a female should look. And in Propped, that's exactly that. It's a large-scale self-portrait of Savile and the artist sits nude, staring down at the viewer. She is elevated, as I said, looking down and she sits propped on this stool. She looks incredibly uncomfortable and she grabs her very curvaceous thighs and she almost looks to be in pain when you look at this painting and it's something that's incredibly mesmerizing to view and it's an artwork that I only came across a couple of years ago during a research session and I've never really seen a portrait like that and I would thoroughly encourage you if you don't know what propped is have a look on my Instagram even better give it a google And there is lots written on this piece. It's a very, very important piece of modern and contemporary British art history. And the painting itself, her flesh, it's not this perfected, rosy 
cheeks, beautiful ivory skin. It's subtle blues and yellows and pinks. And the idea is to highlight the imperfections across her skin and her her face, which again is very much sort of screwed up as she grips onto her thighs, again, almost writhing in pain. The primary subject of all of Savile's early works is the artist herself. This was part due to the convenience of having a model to hand. And essentially, the artist is always with her painting. So she decided that she would be the sitter for the majority of her first body of work, shall we say. No pun intended. This also very much can be taken as a bit of a radical political statement in that the female artist is carving out time for herself to be the subject and be centre stage, something very famously within art history, female painters are overlooked. And by doing a portrait of this scale and in this subverse nature, she really was making a statement. Now, when Propped was first displayed at her degree show in 1992, the artist hung a mirror standing opposite the painting and it was at equal distance and equal height to the work. And although it later ceased to be displayed in this fashion, there was reasons behind the mirror. But we'll get into that in just a minute. Now, there's many points of interest and intrigue throughout this work. As I've said, her undulating skin, her grimacing face how she's positioned herself very uncomfortably propped on this stool within her artist studio. But one of the most interesting things about the painting is that there is text scribbled across the canvas and covering the artist's body. Now, this is only one of two paintings from this period where Savile has directly incorporated text into her work. And again, it's a statement on subjecting the female as subject, as the prize to look at. And what Propped actually is, is Savile looking at her own reflection. And she's very much sort of picking herself apart as she sits on this stool. And the text which is scribbled across the painting is a quote from When Our Lips Speak Together. And it's an essay by French feminist Lucy Illigari, which is about essentially how men and women interact. But what's very interesting, and I don't think I've mentioned about the quote, is that the quote is inverted and it's illegible to read unless you are looking in a mirror. And this is where the idea that you are actually the mirror, that you are in place of the mirror and are looking at the artist and the artist is picking her apart. I find this a very interesting take on portraiture. And what she's trying to do here is essentially... Ask the viewer to really, really look at her and pick her apart, even though she's depicted herself in this quite uncomplimentary and, as you will, unidealized way. She is a woman with all her flaws and imperfections on show, as all people have, but yet she's chosen to be very honest about how she looks, how she feels internally. And what Savile was also trying to do here is essentially she grew up in the 90s, the 80s and 90s, where what Savile is trying to do here is also start a conversation about how females were depicted in the media. Growing up in the 80s, Savile has stated that it's given endless amount of women that she knows eating disorders and body dysmorphia. Of course, that body dysmorphia is something that's very recently been coined as a term, but as a woman myself who grew up in the 90s, I can completely know what she's talking about and coming from all these pencil thin 
models and there was a culture of magazines that used to love pitting women against each other and picking apart their flaws. I remember growing up in the 90s, there was um, a popular cultural magazine here in the UK where one of the top, I'm going to say red sections here in air quotes, was a section where it was women on famous women on holiday and someone would red circle around their cellulite or their fat or when they've had a double chin. And that was a two page spread every week in the magazine was to show you how essentially imperfect these supposedly perfect people were, but not in an empowering way. And this was something that Savile was sick of seeing and something that inspired her to paint prop in the way that she's done. Now, as I've mentioned, she has a quote which is about how men and women interact with each other. The quote is subverted. And in order to read the quote, as you may remember, I said that there was a mirror that used to be hung opposite it. So actually what she's asking you to do to fully understand the work is to turn your back on her. And essentially, it's kind of makes you as the viewer part of the problem in that you aren't embracing this new model of contemporary art history of the real woman you yourself are part of the problem that you are turning away in order to fully understand what's going on even though you're just trying to read a quote and I think I think it's very very clever and it's a really fun way to play with an audience and how they interact with an artwork and I think this is one of the reasons why Savile and her work catapulted into international acclaim and she's somebody now that has retrospectives all over the world and is highly respected within the field of painting. Now, as I said, the quote that is included is by French feminist Lucy Agari. And in this essay, Agari points to the fact that men use women as mirrors in order to satisfy male narcissism. In such, Agari believes that women find themselves exhausting their strength on becoming something that is barely alive. And in quotations here, glacial and mute. And the quote chosen by Savile is, if we continue to speak in this sameness, speak as men have spoken for centuries, we will fail each other. Again, words will pass through our bodies, above our heads, disappear, make us disappear. And this is very much uh, a rally cry to women, both from Agares and from Savile, in including this in her painting, and it's very much asking for women to step up into their power and essentially take stock of how we've been treated historically and essentially just call for no more nonsense and for equality. And there's also something to say about the work in that Savile is displaying women as a powerful subject, that women themselves have this power. The message that in, is included on the work is a message of empowerment. And it's not something that you necessarily see when you first look at this work. It's only once you deep dive into it. Because as I've said, it's it's not the easiest work to look at if you think of classical paintings where it's these English roses and various beautiful, attractive, ideal views of what a woman and a woman's body should look like. By rebelling against this need, Savile is really, yeah, as I've said, a battle cry. This work is a battle cry for women to embrace their power exactly as they are. And I find it something that's really quite radical about this painting. And of course, this is what's helped Savile and this work stand the test of time. 
You have been listening to Joe's Art History Podcast Bite Size, small, manageable episodes which sees me, Joe McLaughlin, your resident host and art historian, deep dive into a specific artwork or artist in 10 minutes or less. If you have enjoyed this episode, please make sure to like, rate and subscribe as it helps other listeners find us. If you want to support the podcast, why not leave us a review or tell someone you know who may enjoy listening all about it. If you would like to support the future of the podcast, please consider purchasing and gifting me a book from my Amazon wishlist included in the show notes below. If you would like to get in touch, please feel free to do so. It'd be lovely to hear from you. You can email me joesarthistory at gmail.com or you can find me via Instagram, which is at joesarthistory or you can search for my name, Joe McLaughlin, and you'll find me that way too. Finally, I've been your host and your resident art historian, Joe McLaughlin, and thank you so much for listening. Keep learning and remember, art is for all, even in bite-sized editions. See you next time. Bye.